0: We are Living by the Word Ministries, a nonprofit organization dedicated to one cause. That cause is the truth given in the Holy Bible, which we believe is the inerrant and infallible Word of God conferred to man to live by. We let the Word of God be the final authority as to what is or is not true. We strongly feel that if we do not expose false doctrine, we only encourage it. This ministry is designed to challenge you from an apologetic point of view. 1 Peter 3.15 instructs us to always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. This is Michael Tinsley. Please stay tuned while we arm you, the believer, to keep living by the Word. It's the noble thing to do.
1: Out of the shadows bound for the gallows a man. Father God, we thank you for a privilege and opportunity to come to you on this live, open forum of Living by the Word Ministries presentation of the Bible Information brokers. We are alive, and we thank you for the privilege of being alive. And this day that we celebrate, this Resurrection Sunday, shows the pinnacle of our Christian belief in that he, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, rose from the dead. And we are calling upon, in the name of Jesus, to the Father, by the power of the Holy Spirit, that we would have a broadcast that would be pleasing and honoring to you, Father God. And in that honoring you, we just ask and pray that the listening audience, the teammates as, as I call them, would join in and prayerfully consider how they can participate on this such special and auspicious occasion that we celebrate year in and year out at this time, the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I would ask that every woman rise up in their mental, in their spiritual mind, That would they put set aside for the next couple of hours and dedicate that time, this time live to us. And those that may be listening by archive show in the future, we just ask and pray that you might be able to grow in your most holy faith. If you're a believer, if you're an unbeliever, Lord, we just ask and pray that even the archive show might lead someone to a special relationship with you because of what Jesus did dying on the cross and then raising, rising up again on this Resurrection Sunday. So on behalf of the whole Bible Information Brokers team, my name is Darrell EZD Fulton, just asking and praying that we have a broadcast that would be pleasing to you, that we would, as individuals, and collectively set aside those things that would distract our mind from honoring you the best we can with what we've learned in the past, what we have prepared for today, and the things that we know and the things that we don't know, that we be clear and honest with the Word of God Because if we just give your word, then we know that you, by your word, will save those that are going to be saved based upon you, Father God. Our job is simply to give the word. Ergo, living by the word, someone can do when we give the word out and they commit themselves to a relationship with you. And then by your power, they may be able to live this Christian life that has many, many, many variables to it but the one thing that it has guaranteed persecution, but in that persecution guaranteed peace. If we just focus upon you, the mind of Christ that you give us. So we do all this by Jesus name for his glory, his honor. We thank you. Amen. Without further ado, I'm going to introduce uh, the teammates as we are prepared to do this broadcast, a live presentation. What I'll do first of all, before I introduce the teammates is the, uh, Invite you to call in to one of the teammates. Jared's going to take care of all that engineering stuff as he do very, uh, very, very kindly and week in and week out, very professionally. We appreciate that, Jared. And I'm going to ask that you call Eric, our teammate, right now. You can call him at triple eight nine nine five 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 two. Now, Eric will set you up on you call in to be able to get your questions asked and answered. All I just ask that you do, and Eric will remind you to turn down any. Technology or any kind of stuff that's like radio or Internet or something that would have feedback so we can have a seamless show. And, again, according to God's will, we understand that things go on, but we're asking that we do our part by, um, you know, participating in this uh, aspect of it. Call Eric, 888 Call him right now. Let's get the call set up in the queue so we can take as many calls as we can. We want to focus, if we can, on the resurrection, but that's not all we're going to talk about. We're to talk about whatever you want to talk about. But this being the pinnacle of our Christian faith, this being without it, our faith is vain uh, day. Then what a great subject matter, and we don't do subjects uh, ordinarily. We do questions and answers. We're going to do the same thing today. You have a question, call in. Special focus on the resurrection if you have that, and we want to deal with those questions as well. So call Eric right now, 888 995 For everyone else, every single person else who's has uh, listening to broadcasting at the time, we have access to the Internet, and you do have that access on Facebook. We're live. I'm waving to you now with my right hand, and you can see this in the studio. So please, in cyberspace land. Yes, Brian, I said it'd be wild introducing you yet. Cyberspace land. Folks, type in that you're there. Let us know like a roll call in school. Type your name in, raise your hand. You can actually raise your hand and hit that little emoji. I learned that the other day, how excited I am. But just type in your name, hit that emoji. And by all means, there's a button that you can say that says share. If you click that button, and hit send or whatever it is on your particular computer, it will go to all your contact people around the world, and they'll know that you're listening to Living by the Word Ministries presentation of the Bible Information Brokers now live, and they may be able to receive the show live in or Check it out later on when it's archived up. But you can participate in that type of evangelism by simply sending that sh- hitting that share button, and we appreciate it. All those formats, I mentioned Facebook. Email is a question. Messenger is a question. Tweet is a question. All those formats of Bible info brokers. Bible info brokers. So now without further ado, I'm gonna introduce my good buddy. Um well he is my good buddy, I've been to know this guy for a little while. And he's just not, a little while. Well, I'm not talking about you, Brian, I'm talking about the guy. Oh he's not here yet. Oh but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Brian Allen, how you doing, bro?
2: <laughs> doing great, man, doing great. Yeah. Uh, happy Resurrection
1: Sunday. Man, as we used to say, he is risen. He is risen indeed, 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 man.
2: One of the, one of the passages that I always like to bring up is First uh, Corinthians. You know, Paul says, uh, "For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received: that Christ died for our sins, according to the Scriptures, and that He was buried, and that He was raised on the third day, according to the Scriptures." But uh, the two words that that stand out. In these, past, in, the, in these two verses, is first importance. Yeah. He says, for I deliver to you as of first importance. And that's how powerful and that's how uh, meaningful the resurrection of Christ is. You know, we look at two big, big days in Christianity. One is the birth of Christ, mm. and then the other one is the resurrection of Christ. So, <clears throat> uh, again, happy Resurrection Day. It's also interesting. um, I sent out the um, the note from our Bible study. I did three. We did three weeks on On Wednesday. Yeah, we did three weeks on the resurrection. So I'm going to put that up on the website. But it just goes in depth. It just shows the validity of the resurrection. It uh, deals with all the arguments against the resurrection, so on and so forth. So. Uh, I'm going to be putting that up as well. So, again, it's a great day, man. It's a great day.
1: It's a super day. And, Brian, we know that we're waiting for the professor to come in. Um, you know, actually going to be – all of us going to be in studio. So, you know, we keep him in our prayers for that traffic. <laughs> that's not his favorite place to be, but he – he comes in driving quite a distance to get here to us, and we really appreciate the effort, man. I don't care if he left yesterday. He probably have the same traffic that he's dealing with. Yeah, right. now. So, PCH, if you hear us out there, just be careful, brother, on that road. You know, we're, 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 we're trusting that you'll get here safely and sound, and we'll, we'll take care of business from there. But, folks, what I do, want, again, I want to just emphasize the fact that even though this is Resurrection Sunday, and we, we like to emphasize the resurrection and those things that are around it, Uh, We have some questions I definitely want the the professor to be in here to answer that that I've been dealing with uh, in regards to the resurrection. And, Brian, we kind of semi-talked about it uh, before the broadcast uh, came on, and we want the professor to participate in the answer. But I'm going to give the number out again and information where you can call us or send us an email or, you know, a question by way of Facebook. Here's the information once again. Call Eric right now. Uh, Jonathan and Joy, I see you there. Appreciate you calling in. The rest of you can take an opportunity. We have open lines at 888-995-5552. 888-995-5552 is the number. Everything else is Bible Info Brokers. Bible Info Brokers for Facebook, tweet, email, or uh, Messenger as questions. Take an opportunity to do that, and we really appreciate that. So, Brian, let's do this. Um, let's take Jonathan's call from La Morada and see what he's talking about. Uh Jonathan from La Morada, what's going on?
3: Hey, how's it going?
1: Going well, brother. Yes, we can hear you loud and clear. Thank you very much for calling in.
3: Okay, great. So my question is, um, I was never able to get over a particular sin in my life, and I keep falling into this area, Mm. and I've tried everything. I've tried reading scripture. I've tried taking pills. I've tried going to a psychiatric uh, thing. Uh, I've tried uh counseling, I've tried uh, accountability partners mm-hmm. but nothing has worked in getting over this one area and can I ask you guys how do you uh handle uh uh be, how, uh having self control?
1: you 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 asked the question how do we Self-control. Now, because uh, the the area that you may be mentioning, we don't know what it is. It may be sensitive to sensitive ears, but we don't want to shy away from any question that anybody may have. And if, cause if we don't know the answer, we're going to simply tell you we don't. If we believe that, say, PCH is more qualified to answer answer, we ask you to hold on and we'll bring him up. But I think these type of questions are very serious and very much that we all as individuals have to deal with, that uh, all the things you mention that you do, all the scripture that you read and the and the uh, one thing I noticed that you, if I'm not mistaken, I want to make sure I listen to you carefully. One of the things I did not hear you say is that how you pray to the Lord about it. Did you mention prayer at all? Uh, I do pray about it, yes. Mm-hmm. And, and if I could, and Brian, you know, you can chime in when you want. I just really like to know from the standpoint, it's almost like a medicine or a sickness or a disease, anything we may have. We have insurance, whether we have insurance or not, or we have an emergency, we call 911, right? Uh, in, in our natural life, when we have an emergency that a doctor we believe can handle the situation, uh, and we call 911. One of the things in, in my particular understanding of Scripture and what God is almost asking us to do is we have God. He is our Lord. He's ever-present with us. Do we pray? And I'm not just throwing it at you, John, but I'm saying it to all of us. Do we pray first as we're going to the 911 call? Are we waiting for the MLMs, as we waiting for the necessary help? As we put a Band-Aid, a tourniquet, or whatever it is on us? We do all those things in our physical body, but because you mentioned something about the sin issue, and it's my point to you is it's not something that you do 24 7, is it?
3: Well, it's it's in the area of being uh, a single young man. Mm, you know, of I'm course. I self control this area, and it's just whatever I do to uh, satiate it or actually avoid it. I get
1: no satisfaction, and I can't really stay uh, wholly in this. Un- understand, thing. understood. Now, let me say this, because with the sensitivity of the subject matter may be a little yeah. sensitive in those that are listening, that are parents or may have their children listening, that they don't want necessarily get into the subject matter that we're going to deal with, if I'm not mistaken. Jonathan is dealing in the area of uh Of of sex is that not correct? It's dealing in the area of our uh, of us as human beings in the sexual aspect of our lives. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So those of you that are listening, I would just ask that you use wisdom, and you know your situation with your children uh, and those that may be underage or not ready to receive this kind of conversation. I ask that you consider this is not a Florida situation where we're gonna throw everything at people when they and third grade or kindergarten or something like that. This is not that type of situation or a party. If I could, the type of situation we're dealing with is a very serious issue that many people deal with. And I think there's even a ministry, Brian, if I'm not mistaken, if they're called family life today, that deals with a, a whole series of not just lectures, but seminars about every man's battle. And this is in that very area that you're talking about, um, how we handle ourselves as men in a sexual aspect of life. And so I would ask not only from the prayer particular situation that you do, and you said you do pray, but I'm asking, have you ever been to something like that in regards to every man's battle in this area? Have you ever been to their, like, seminar workshop or something like that as a question to you?
3: Uh, I I, I read the book that they wrote. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Yeah, it was a good book. But, uh, you know, I still struggle and stuff. Um, I do have an accountability partner and, uh, you know, he calls me like, you know, a few times a week. But Mm -hmm. it's just not working in that
1: regard. Yeah. Well, go ahead, Brian. I'm Mm -hmm. going to say something about intense in a minute. But go ahead, Brian.
2: You know, another thing uh, I want to mention, too, is the fact that, uh, you know, Charles Stanley, he, he said something a long time ago in one of his messages that I was listening to. And, you know, when, when Satan tempted Jesus, Jesus responded with the word of God, "Gagroptai, Satan, it is written, uh, the next temptation, Satan, it is written. And what he said to do, and, uh, I, I think it's good. It's good advice. He said, find the passage in the scripture that deals with the weakness that you have or the sin that you have. And when that time of temptation comes, uh, use the word of God. Satan, it is written. Use that word of God uh, for strength, for um, stability, so you don't succumb to that temptation. Uh, Daryl was mentioning other things insofar as an accountability partner. Uh, One of the things that, uh, you know, I went to this weekend, we um, we have a men's group. Uh, It's called uh, Legacy at Core Church. We meet the first and the third Sunday. I'm sorry, first and third Saturday out of the week. But it's men getting together. uh, And we have dealt with, uh, you know, we deal with these situations. And it's just men growing together, uh, being able to call one another, being able to be there for one another. Uh, And and Daryl mentioned that as well. And also, again, like I said, using God's word. Uh, to fight uh, the temptation from the from the, from the devil, uh, to help you with this situation as well.
1: I'll, and I'll say this, Jonathan, throwing in there, I'm thinking I'm looking at the man across the way from me here, and we've been. Uh, knowing each other for doggone Brian on those 25 plus years where we knew of each other through the basketball arena and stuff like that before that um, at least that makes two of us in the basketball arena of the teammates out of the four two out of four we met through basketball I'm only saying that because it's kind of funny that the professor just slide, slid on in here and we don't give him a chance to set up but I'm um, saying that Jonathan to say this that Brian we've dealt with things like the, this sensitivity between us as men and uh, one of the things you said as accountability partner, uh, um, Jonathan it's it's almost like anything else in life it depends on who you have like personal trainer and things like that I'm not su- suggesting that your accountability partner is responsible for any kind of uh, sexual stuff that you may be doing or things that you're struggling with uh, by himself but I'm not even suggesting that he wasn't the right person for you but as you deal with this stuff as you say as you struggle with it let me assure you that the mere fact that you're struggling with it is a is a is a great uh sign if I can use uh, that for the lack of a better term it's a good sign that you do indeed sincerely seek help because you know the bible talks about and almost can be um you know, counter to us getting better when it talks about if you're practicing a particular sin, you know, you you, you uh, uh, tiptoeing around the area of lawlessness and all that type of stuff. But the reality of the matter that you are struggling with this particular sin and you have done the things that you've done. And uh, uh, I'm a little, little dubious about when you say you pray about it, how intense is that prayer life? Because it seemed like when God, when people are crying out to God and all throughout scripture and you're again, I don't know the sincerity of your heart. I can't know it. all I'm doing is taking what your words are saying and trying to apply it to an answer. But when we are intense about anything as men in particular, then a lot of things can get done. We do things beyond just a normal, because it's a very serious situation that you're struggling with. Brian.
2: And the other thing too, is, you know, I want Jonathan to know, you know, you're not the only person that's gone through this. Okay. (laughs) By all means, you're not the only one. And, um, you know, I, I'm going to go back to a situation when I was in uh, Missis, uh, Mississippi, and mm-hmm. uh, I was going through some struggles, and I went up to my room, and I called Daryl, I think it was, uh I can't remember, I called you and someone else, mm-hmm. letting them know about what was going on, and you know, they prayed for me, uh, told me to stay put, gave me some counsel, and you know, uh, and that was beautiful. And so when you're saying you know you talk to someone one or two times a week, well, maybe when this this comes up, maybe there's two or three of your friends that you can call right away and let them know, hey hey I'm dealing with this okay, can you pray with me? okay, can you talk to me can you in pray the with mi- me? in the midst of the, the thing miss-up. going on yep.
1: I mean I think even Brian is alluding to with himself and many of many of us to have the privilege of having that accountability partner, like you said the biggest accountability is going to be between you and the Lord because no one's going to be babysitting you. And you know that 24 seven, I don't hear you asking for that, but the reality of the matter if you have to do these things that would take away all those temptations from you. It's almost like, uh, resist the devil and flee temptation. So you're resisting the devil through the prayer life and you, uh, the accountability and all those type of things. You have that, you know, you're reading the word, reading the scripture. But when you're struggling in the way you're saying, you're struggling with this particular area that is every man's battle. As I told, you know, said to you about the uh, people that put on these seminars. I think it's I think it's Family Life today, guys. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. It's not them, uh, Craig. It's somebody. It's uh, some other group with that new life. New life. There we go. New life is the is the ones that put on that seminar. So I appreciate that. People then all I'm saying to you, Jonathan, is this, man. You have to really take inventory of what you practically are doing now. Are you on the Internet? Are you whatever it is that you may be doing without getting explicit on the radio? uh, Man, I appreciate your phone call in, in that respect, but we have to do those practical things that, like, it's almost like this. You don't do it, I guarantee you, whatever you say you're doing, whatever you're struggling with from this particular area, you don't do it. I'm not, I'm saying this as just a, an example in church, at your job, on these various things when you're doing other things. So it's almost like, how do I get out of my life those things in a practical way that lead me to this sin? It's like the fleeing of the temptation, the fleeing of that woman, like uh, who was it? Um, uh, the guy with uh, uh, part of Joseph, 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 okay. running. Thank you, Craig. You know, you're on, you're on point. Welcome to the program, Craig. <laughs> new, hey, new, come new on life in
0: here. He is going to New, new Life. New life. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, and, and and I do want to say, Daryl, too, uh, to Jonathan again. I I don't know where you live. I don't know what your situation is, but and it, and it just could be the timing. But if you're not doing anything on the first and third Saturday, just join the men at uh, at with us at Core. And I mean, it's it's just a great great fellowship with men that are going through just anything and everything. And even as Brian is saying
1: that, I'm thinking all the way up to professional help, Jonathan. Now, you didn't mention that you got that. Uh, I mean, I asked you, have you got any professional help in this area? You know, uh,
3: Daryl, it's really hard for me to hear Brian on the other side. Okay. I actually can't hear anything Brian is saying. Oh, wow. Yeah,
1: saying, well, we went two of us. <laughs> that makes the whole team. Hey, hey Jared, now, can, can you hear Craig? My, can you hear, we can don't you, care about me and can Brian. You me <laughs> can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Is there a problem there? I guess not. I guess not. Uh, you could not hear Brian on that? I hear you pretty clear, Brian, but you could not hear him at all, and Jonathan. Man, and he said some I good stuff, too. You can now? Say something, can. Brian. Testing
2: Jonathan. He said something more important. <laughs> uh, no, Jonathan, can you hear me okay?
3: I can't. I still can't hear Brian.
1: Okay, maybe I need to get another mic. Can you Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can hear you, Jonathan. Yeah, I think everyone is hearing you. Jonathan, now you hear everyone. You hear myself, D. You just heard Brian, and sometimes it's hard to tell the difference between the two of us. Ha-ha. <laughs> and then Professor Craig Hawkins, you hear him as well?
3: No, I just hear I
1: just hear Daryl. Well, that's – that, in all honesty, well, that, that's, that's, that's all that's, that's important. Bad. <laughs> that's bad. That's really that's bad. A, <laughs> that's not a good thing.
0: You gotta, this is demonic oppression. <laughs> <laughs> you got <you> to <laughs> cast this thing out. <laughs> man i didn't realize that bad man i'm telling you what are
1: you guys doing here i was just praying about the technology i wouldn't mean just for just for me (laughs) okay jonathan we got to really get back to your situation and just ask again technologically not telephonically craig but technologically can you hear everyone again let's do this again craig please say something sure thank you did you hear craig say sure uh
3: you know daryl i still can only hear you Daryl. wow
1: we don't know what to say on that. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do, Jonathan, just for a second. I'm going to put you on hold, and I'm going to come right back yeah. to you. But I'm going to use Joy in a second. And, Joy, all I'm going to do is bring you up and ask, do you hear everybody? So hold, in, hold on there for a second. And I know we have a delay, but hold on, Jonathan, for a second. Um, and I'm going to bring up Joy. Let me see if we can do Joy, can you hear us?
4: I hear everybody. Okay. Yes. Now, do you hear we Brian? Really can you say it.
1: something now? Joy, can you hear me? I can hear you, Brian. Yes. Okay. And professor? Sure. And professor's avatar? No, go <laughs> okay, Joe. I'm going to put you on hold. We'll be back to you in a I, moment. I fair. didn't
4: hear the professor. Oh. I didn't hear the professor. You
1: didn't. You sure? Can Joy. You hear you? Hello. Wow, Jordan and the professor. I don't know if the other mic. I don't way. hear the
4: professor. Wow. And I really want to hear him, too.
1: We take to offense hear. to that.
0: Okay.
4: <laughs>
1: let's, let's try this.
0: <laughs> Go ahead. Joy, can you hear me now? I bet you can't. Hello?
4: Don't hear him. Testing, one, hear him. one,
0: two, three. Can, can you hear easy?
4: Mm. I can hear you, Daryl.
1: Brian? <laughs> Joy, can you hear me?
4: I hear Brian in the
1: background, yes. Okay, okay. I'm going to put you on hold, Joy, again. Thank you very much. We're trying to work this okay. out. Okay. Professor, you come down to the studio and look what happens, man. I mean, I thought it was Eric at first, but now I know what's going on. Can't even do the back of the bus. <laughs> All this distance. i tell you what. Yeah. Why don't we do this in some kind of way? Those two mics, Jared, uh, uh, Jonathan, you're back on with us. Who do you hear, Jonathan? Let's do this again, guys, and we want to get it right. Jonathan, can you hear me? I can hear you, Daryl. Okay, appreciate you, brother.
2: All right, Jonathan, this
0: is Brian. Can you hear me?
3: Barely. I can barely hear you. It's very faint.
0: Hmm. And what about now, Jonathan? Can you hear Trace Amigos? Hello? Hello?
1: I can't hear. Okay, what we're going to do is some musical chairs here. PCH, um, I'm gonna t- we're going to turn this mic around to you and Brian... Um, what we, we're gonna, we need to do something. Um, Jerry, you help us out here on that. I don't know if we passed the mic. <laughs> pass the mic over the mic. No, we're not going to do that. But um, we're working on the technology, uh, Jonathan. So what I would do is this. Uh, some kind of way, uh, and if I, as I go back, let me turn this thing around a little bit. Uh, my suggestion is simply that we um, talk, like, you know, a little bit louder from where we are. And then see if it picks up. I want you say something, Craig, and see if it just picks up on my mic. Yeah, it
0: probably probably
1: won't. Yeah, or it's going to sound like I'm in a garbage can. Mm-hmm. So um, we are working on the technological problem, and I and I appreciate that. So what we do need to do, Jonathan, is get back to your issue. And so what we will yeah, do, do that, is guys. um let's do this. Let's do it this way. Um, I think that what I can do, PCH, because Brian and I have talked to Jonathan about a situation in regards to practicing of self-control. And if you would be so kind, PCH, I would move this over and pass my mic to you so that you might be able to talk with him a minute. You good with that? Well, Jonathan, I'm going to say this in, in closing at least uh, because it will be a little bit too technologically uh, challenging to pass this mic around in the type of situation we have. So I would say this in closing, and, Brian, uh, feel free if he hears you a little bit to say whatever you have to say, but you, you the accountability part and everything is fine. But now did you tell me, I want to clarify, did you tell me about the professional help, Christian professional help uh, as far as um, a counselor or therapy in this area? Jonathan?
3: Yeah, so I've I've gone to uh uh to a, a psychiatrist mm-hmm. and uh uh a pastor and uh I've taken pills and I've uh um tried different avenues medically, psychologically, spiritually wow. uh emotionally and uh it's just nothing is just uh coming to uh nothing is being a success, so uh, I just try to... Uh get victory in this
1: area. No, I do understand. I guess it gets right down to a a specific but yet general question, PCH and Brian, in my mind, if a person is struggling with sin, and it's such a sin that it's obviously a moral issue, and they're doing all the things that Jonathan is claiming he's doing, the prayer, the accountability partner, the professionalism, uh, uh, you know, drugs and things like that, uh, prescribed drugs by a physician, but nothing seemed to be working. Uh, PCH and Brian uh, what say you the best we can and I think uh, on a closing thought uh, each one of the guys have I will kind of pass the mic just because we can get this final thought and and move on Jonathan because of our technology here so PCH I'm going to pass it to you first and then um, see what you can do so Jonathan I'll tell you what do me a favor on this I may need you to call back man or I may need you to be on hold and give Eric your phone number maybe uh, I'll call you after the broadcast and uh, maybe get a little bit more understanding. I know the people in the listening audience may say, well, we want to know, we want to know. And what we can do is um, after maybe I talk with you, Jonathan, and kind of get a little bit more deeper with the situation, maybe we can come back with an update and for our listening audience. Would that be okay with you, sir? Yeah, it's good. I appreciate that. But if I'm going to put you on hold and ask Eric to go ahead and grab um, the phone. And um, so when I get all this technology right, and then we'll go from there. And so leave your number with Eric to give to me. If that's okay, I'll give you a call personally, okay? All right. Thank you. You're very welcome. Uh, so, Eric, if you can pick up that line with Jonathan, get his information, and we'll deal with that uh, personally. So let's go back to the phone calls, guys. But let me give out the number where everybody's going participate. And we're trusting that <laughs> the majority of the team can be heard at 888 Triple eight nine nine five 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 two. If you're on the Internet you happen to be looking into us by way of Facebook, then you can uh, type in your question on Facebook. You can email us at our uh, .com website, tweet, or uh, messenger us. All at Bible Info Brokers, the various formats. Bible Info Brokers. Let's go to our good friend, Joy, in Costa Mesa. Joy, welcome back to the broadcast. Thanks. And since you don't want to hear Thanks. from me or Brian, when well, you just want to hear from a no. professor, we're going to step <laughs> back. No, no, it's too late. You don't, be to yes. make up now. You don't be trying to make up now. Don't be trying to make up. No, we love you, Joy. You we know that. I'm just, just playing with the, you. Just the, playing with you. He's a professor, Daryl. I'm not mad at you. Trust me. I'm not mad at you. I'll call him, too. I'm not going to call you a Brian. How about that? I'm going to call him okay. a professor, too. So anyway, okay. Joy, what's the question? Well,
4: anyway, I don't I don't know that Jonathan can hear this, but I wonder if he's reading his Bible every day and renewing his mind. That's what yeah, he, I want to say. He dealt he with all that him stuff. Ask him that,
1: well, he, definitely, okay. he definitely said he so, was. M- What's your question Oh, okay, about
4: I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Okay, my question is, um, I don't know how to word it. it. It has to do with Satan, and I know he's the god of this age he's referred to, but I've heard it, and I don't know, like, where I could say that in the Bible to show someone, but how, when Jesus comes again, or he's going to, um, first of all, uh, where does it say that he's been given... Um, You know, dominion over this world, uh, the God of this age, but I don't know. How do I word it? Um, And then when Christ comes again, he'll take that authority back from Satan that's been given to him. Do you follow that? I don't know if um, that—do you understand what I'm trying to ask, Professor, or anybody?
2: Well, I know his power was broken once— Uh, and he was defeated when Christ rose from the dead. Okay, so even though... He's
4: very far away, but, uh, the professor's voice, kind of far.
2: Okay, well, this is not the professor, and... Uh, oh,
4: Brian. Okay, yeah, Brian. I, so you can,
2: you can hardly hear me. I'm I'm talking a little bit louder now. Does that help? I'm yelling in here. Not
4: a little bit, but you are distant. It's not like normal. It's not like usual.
1: Okay. we were just gonna roll with what we can. Let's just okay,
2: basically.
4: Daryl's is usual. Daryl's is the
1: same. <laughs> no, I'm just raspy. I'm just raspy.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I, I was say, I was saying
2: joy that you know Satan's uh, was defeated when Christ um, died and rose from the dead. Some- and so you know right. his his power was was taken was gone for any Christian for any. A uh, person that accepted Jesus, as a, who accepts Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, so he has no power or authority over a Christian, even uh, even to this day, even before Christ comes back. So uh, we still have to deal with the, the the sin nature and the sin curse of this world, but at the same time, we as Christians have the power and the authority over Satan. He has no more authority or power over. Christians, unless Christians are disobedient, they let well, him uh,
4: well, I'm not talking about Christians personally, I'm talking about the earth, the earth, the world that we live in and Satan's power over this earth, like God is still running the world, I know the devil's on a leash but something about, I don't know, I hear people say when uh, I, I don't know, that city's gonna uh, has he been given
2: power over the earth, work. the devil? Okay, we're gonna, Craig. Let's see if this works now. We're playing, we're playing musical mics. I've I'll got shoot.
0: three, I've I'll got shoot. three microphones. Has three microphones in front of <laughs> It's the Trinity. Of-
2: <laughs> so, so Craig, Joe, Joy wants to know where it, I
0: can it- hear. I don't need, I need the question repeated. Thanks, Brian. Okay, <laughs> oh, okay, Joy, can, can you hear me now? Perfectly. Yes. I should Perfectly. get a job doing Very that. Well. <laughs> No, I'm I'm with Brian. What what Brian said, even though he sounds far away. <laughs> of course, Daryl. It's always said of him. You can hear him clearly. I'll say it really nice.
2: <laughs>
0: but no, as Brian said, it's already but it's already been broken. Whatever authority he had, the God of this age has already been broken, by. Uh, Christ is very clear when He says, for example, in Luke ten and elsewhere, I, fall, I saw Satan fall as lightning. His power's been broken. He does not have dominion over the believer. He only rules uh, the fallen world. But by the world, I mean the cosm, the cosmos or cosmicos worldliness of. I don't mean the literal physical world, but worldliness, this system that is hostile and antithetical to God. So that's already broken. We we say in theological terms, already not yet. In other words, Christ has already conquered, but he has not completely exerted the extent of his dominion. One day he will actually assert the authority, if you will, in the sense of – he's already exerting the authority, but in the sense of taking it all back. And so we say already not yet. It would be like someone who owns something, but they haven't taken possession of it. Let's say a house is repo or or otherwise you buy it on an auction you may not have claimed it yet but you can show up with the deed and it belongs to you and so the the world the physical world already belongs to him it has belonged to him and therefore he's not going to get dominion he already has dominion it's it's a question of we of appropriation to appropriate what already belongs to him so there we go him is the
4: devil you're talking about
0: the devil no i'm talking about jesus jesus is going oh, to take okay. oh, what is rightfully right. his and actually exercise right. it so the kingdom of god is here and we see christ god's dominion and power he is sovereign but we see parts of the world that renegade right we see it, them doing things, things that things are going on that are completely completely ungodly god allows them at night at the, this time but there will come a time when those will no longer be allowed that he will exercise his complete his authority and dominion and sovereignty
4: so the lord is giving him temporary still power over this earth like that
0: well yes i mean it still has i mean look at the world i mean the world's in ca- look at look what's going on right. in ukraine right now that's clearly not god right. so the world is right. a stinking okay. mess literally but and god's okay. allowing it He could at any moment, if he chose, exercise his dominion and authority and sovereignty. So sovereignty, God is sovereign. And then we we refer to the providence of God, which is actually ruling over all the earth. He is doing that, but he's allowing people and the demonic realm and the devil is the head of that uh, to go rogue. But there'll be a day where he'll say enough's enough, no more.
4: Okay, I got it. I think that was great.
2: Now, now,
0: Joy, it, they, uh, guys,
4: all three of you.
2: Can you hear me okay now, Joy? They supposedly have fixed.
4: I can. I can hear you, Brian. Very it's
0: a miracle. Good. It's a joy. No, wait. The most important now, thing. Now, Joy, when it at, whenever but can you
2: hear it easy, though, that's the most important thing. Now, when there's any technological problems or technical problems. Telephonically or otherwise. Joy, you call us, and then we know everything will get fixed. Okay. <laughs> yeah. God
1: bless
4: you all. And Thank you very, very much, Joy. Thank you. Again. God bless
1: you oh, as well. Bye. Appreciate that. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you all oh, can hear me out there. Tough it's triple A. Yes, <laughs> it all is. Well, how was traffic, brother? whole oh life. <laughs> <my. laughs> Triple eight. Uh, no, hey, no, I was just. I, was just a, about. I
0: don't want to answer. Only me. a million of my closest <laughs> friends are on the freeway with me tonight. <laughs> at least
1: the freeways. Triple eight nine nine five 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 two is the number. Triple eight nine nine five 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 two. Everything else is Bible Info Brokers. Bible Info Brokers. Brian. Bible Info Brokers for Facebook, email, tweet, or messenger. Go right ahead. You want to say something?
2: No, no. Since
0: no, no. Okay. Since
2: look. they can hear the, uh, they can hear us now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely wanted to. I'm wondering when we were talking before we had any calls if our listening audience was way
1: was able to hear us. I would love. To, we, we, we found, found out when the archive show how sound. It's almost like, brother Craig said the spirit is working. Heal, we need. You know, What's that guy's name? Well, I don't know. No,
2: and it, and again, he, if he heard me or not, our first caller. I, I just wanted to, John. And, and John I just mm-hmm. wanted to invite him to our our men's group right. on the first and third Saturday to come on down uh,
1: as. It's just another thing that is open to them. And let me just say this to the listening audience. At least they think there's some kind of way, okay, you're going to talk to Easy. EZ Easy, uh, is no kind of professional whatsoever, but Easy takes time with people. Easy is double retired. Easy has more time than my two... All my three teammates here, uh, who's got life, family, little ones, and all that kind of stuff. Now, because I'm the oldest guy, just because my situation, (laughs) that I can uh, better serve and maybe get Jonathan going in the right direction. Right, Craig. Right. I want to go. And he has
2: his own dictionary too. He does. I want to go back to
1: you. Play basketball.
0: I, I know well, I played some. A, I didn't know only, you guys not played. Not only did I, I, play, I, I saw him. Talk to, to him, Brian. Hold
2: I, on. He had the really short, short shorts had the high white socks and the Con and
1: <laughs> Adidas or Congress. And but tell him who's a clutch player. No, oh, you don't want to talk about that. So he I, got. No, we no. have video, Craig, of me playing. Do we have video on you? Oh, was that when we had that er- major earthquake? <laughs> Call it what you want, brother. It was <laughs> an earthquake when I made that shot. Many people know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, Daryl.
0: We know miracles happen, so I mean. that's
1: what I want to talk about, Greg. Good segue into the question here, and here is a serious question about miracles. Uh, and can, can you do two things for us, Professor and Brian? Walk and can, chew gum. Yeah, <laughs> I already know you can't do that. Give the but number I, uh, again, Derek. What, what number are you talking about? One triple eight.
2: I know you're gonna. Fifty uh fifty five fifty two.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, that's the importance of easy. I'm gonna ask for a raise. No, it's one triple
2: eight nine
1: nine five fifty-five fifty two. One triple eight nine nine five fifty-five fifty two. Excuse that uh slangy as usual on you Gary. and you also can send us a question by way of Facebook, email, tweet or messenger at Bible Info Brokers, Bible Info Brokers. And folks, we do appreciate you tolerating us so we are trying to make the best out of it uh, uh technologically. Uh, not so good situation but telephonically we're on point call Eric telephonically at triple eight nine nine five 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 two, and we get into it but PCS you mentioned something about a miracle and as I want to ask you guys especially during the resurrection can can we define what a miracle is and then make a distinction if there is a distinction between the resurrection and someone being raised from the dead like Lazarus
2: now, now Craig this is what I was I was saying and then he um, got to a point where he said, "Huh, okay." When technically, a resurrection defined is something that has died and has been raised up. So, uh, unlike a Jehovah Witness, Jesus died, but Michael the Archangel rose up. That's not a resurrection because the body that died isn't the one that rose, that was resurrected. Right. When Jesus died, Jesus rose from the dead. Now, the difference that I look at, when Jesus rose from the dead, he has his resurrected body, whereas with Lazarus and others that were dead and they uh, were brought back to life, they were still brought back to life um, as a human being, but not with their resurrected body.
0: Mm -hmm, Sure. Yeah, the word anastasis, think of anastasia, that that name for what was at least classically a female, Uh, resurrection, and... uh, a classic book is, I believe, it's entitled uh, "Soma: Soma. Uh, New Testament Theology" book. by Robert Gundry. So, Soma is one of the words. Uh, the other word is Sarks. So, if if it's not bodily, it's not a resurrection. Now, we're not saying literally; it's it's the exact same atom per atom. In fact, none of us are that. Every seven years, allegedly, your body is replaces every single atom in your entire body, every cell. So. So we're saying, but in some significant sense, DNA, RNA, what have you, it is the same body. If it's not, it's not resurrection. Right. Being raised a spirit creature, whatever in the bejeebers that is, or otherwise, that's not the resurrection. The resurrection is, as Job tells us, and even in Isaiah, that it is It is bodily. It is in bodily form. And so Philippians 3 and many other passages, First Corinthians 15, tells us that it is such and a miracle – some say is a violation of natural laws. That that's not a good definition. Right. Uh, by the way, even laws are probabilities. They're over, are, are arching. They're not like one hundred percent absolute, or we say apodictic. Mm-hmm. If you want to use a technical term, as my wife says, I, we paid a lot of money for the education, <laughs> so <laughs> I got to use, use the <laughs> word. So there you go. So, but but seriously, so. It's it's a non-analogous event and by definition the various words like sema and others a sign a wonder thaumazo the verb you know I, to, to be amazed to be dumbfounded if if a miracle was normal if it normatively happened we'd say then it wouldn't be a miracle it's a sign or a wonder that gets your attention hey pay attention something unique is going on here so Jesus in mark chapter 2 for example there's a paraplegic who's led in the presence of Jesus literally Literally, they put a hole in the roof and uh, Christ says to him your sins are forgiven and people start to freak out and go, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. And they rightly said, in one sense, who can forgive sins but God? Mm -hmm. Jesus, knowing their thoughts, says, which is easier, take up your mat and go or your sins are forgiven? Well, the reason he, he says the others is because anyone can say your sins are forgiven, but take up your mat and walk is the definitive proof that he can do in the unseen realm by the visible realm. So Christ gives tangible demonstrative evidence, for example, Mark chapter 2 and elsewhere. And these are miracles, and they affirm, they attest. Indeed, the resurrection is the ultimate attestation of who Christ was in John 2. Uh, 19 through 21, he tells us very clearly, they ask for evidence, and here's the sign, not a sign, the sign, destroy this body, and he's referring to his body, his temple, and he refers to his own body, and in three days, I'll rise it up again. So it is It is the touchstone of Christianity. Jesus Christ himself is historicity. In other words, Christ is, has to be historical in, in the sense that doesn't matter as much even to Islam, let alone to Buddhism or Hinduism. It is uniquely historical, that is, it's upon the person and work, the two-pronged person and work of Christ. If Christ did not exist and did not do what he claimed he would do, then it's all for naught. It's vanity, vanity, all is vanity and vexation of spirit. It's the last point right here, Brian. So. Christ's definitive miracle is rising from the dead, raising himself. Indeed, it says the Father raised him from the dead. He raises himself. The Holy Spirit yeah. raises yeah. him. Uh, they're not knuckleheads. The three are the one God. They're not one person, but they're three persona, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the one God, All involved in the resurrection and it is the non-analogous event, is definitive event, Brian and Daryl, because what is the ultimate issue for all of us? I mean, well, most people think it's entertainment, but but that's, that's not true. The ultimate issue is death, our own death and Christ answers that issue definitively decisively and Paul tells us in Romans that the resurrection of Christ from the dead among other things is the seal of God's approval that God the Father accepts Jesus and his work and that our sins have been paid in full going back to John 19:30 to tellestai it is finished Paid in full, and so the resurrection is 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 the touchstone of Christianity, specifically Christ's resurrection. And we can't make too much of it. it can't be, you know, don't want to make too light of it. But you you can't make too much of the resurrection. And what
2: and what I like in um, I, li- I like in Luke twenty four, where Jesus makes it a point. <clears throat> he says, and 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 this is the first time we see what a resurrected body is. Uh, he says, and while they were telling these things, he says he him. He say he himself stood in their midst. He says uh, later on in verse thirty nine, see my hands and my feet, that it is I, not just I, but I myself. He's making it clear that. The person that was on that cross is the person that they're seeing right now. The same being. The same, the same human human being, <laughs> saying that flesh and blood. you saying he doesn't have flesh and blood, but he's saying flesh and bones. Mm-hmm. And so he's describing the resurrected body. He's making it a point that it is that person that was on the cross that they are seeing right now.
0: Yes. Okay. Go ahead, please. Well, so, for example, in Philippians 3, 20, 21, but our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. Mm-hmm. So it's a spiritual body, and Jehovah's Witnesses and others confuse this. Spiritual doesn't mean non It means dominated by the Spirit. Example. In 1 Corinthians 2, it talks about the spiritual person. Well, it's not saying but the spiritual person right. it was one without a body. It's the one dominated by mm-hmm. the spirit, pneumatikos, from the, the adjectival ending uh, f- to the word pneuma. So pneumatikos, the spiritual man, the spiritual person— so first corinthians fifteen is vitally important. We just read from oh, yeah. Philippians 3. do not be drunk with
1: wine, but be filled with the spirit doesn 't mean that you that, that
0: some kind of spirit Pers- you're drinking precisely like yeah. Daryl yeah. and let me just give one more keep passage of of the many uh, that are so vital. Uh, we go to first John and then we can proceed on first well, oh, well, go ahead Yeah. Brian. no I was
2: saying well Craig 's looking for the passages you know he made, he made a really great point dealing with the Trinity when he was talking about who raised Christ from the dead. So the passages, uh, when he said the Father, you can find that in Ephesians one, seventeen through twenty, and first Peter one, twenty one if you're taking notes. The Son in John two nineteen to uh, to twenty one, John ten, seventeen eighteen. And the Holy Spirit rose Christ from the dead, Romans eight eleven. So those are the passages that'll mm-hmm. give those Yes. Uh,
0: Thanks, Brian. first uh, John three How great is the love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called the children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world, the world system, does not know us is that it did not know him. Dear friends, verse 2 now of chapter 3, 1 John. Dear friends, now we are children of God, and what we will be has not been made known. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is, everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure hope is is confident expectation in greek peace is the word mm-hmm. it's not oh i hope I, I i'm you know i hope i'm going to win the lottery of course i don't even play it so how <laughs> could i win it's this confident expectation so exactly our body will be like his and it's not noncorporeal you were talking about luke 24 when jesus says you know touch and see his eye right and uh, of a uh, spirit does not have flesh and bone as you see me have, and he even eats with them. That's so. That's that's a corporeal. By that, which is a fancy way of saying a physical, tangible body. And again, the Greek word soma or sarks uh, would would be appropriate there. Now, Craig, uh, going back to what Daryl was
2: saying, um, when you look at Lazarus being raised uh, raised from the dead compared to Jesus. or the
1: 500 when the veil was uh, split.
2: Now, I think Daryl was asking, is like Lazarus considered a resurrection or just being raised from the dead compared to Christ when we know that was a resurrection and he got his resurrect, he had a resurrected body
1: and in, in real, I'm not arguing the fact I just brought it up as far as miracle they both will be considered miracles and mm-hmm. the real definition of miracle is not necessarily like we say that childbirth is a miracle where that's a normal event that happens billions of times throughout history so I just want to make sure we tie the definition of miracle and what is a miracle in regards to like childbirth as an example resurrected body or raised up body from the dead
0: mm. I mean, I, I like your distinction. It is possible it's not correct, but but I think it sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. There are a number of works, whole books, philosophical and otherwise, written on miracles. I think of the chapter on miracles in John Warwick Montgomery's book, Faith Founded on Fact. I think he does a phenomenal job there, and there are others that really spend – a great amount of time on the concept but clearly what matters here is it's not analogous it's, it's reductively that is you, you would say you're committing a reductive fallacy to attribute it to natural means so mm-hmm. people have gone to remission in cancer and people say it's a miracle but sometimes it simply is really good medicine and or the body really coming on strong mm-hmm. whereas when a miracle we t- we're talking about God intervening yes. in the time space continuum and God directly Healing that person, and I would argue, if God heals you, you're not getting it again. I mean, this—if God would heal you of cancer, you're not going to get cancer again, mm-hmm. all things equal. It's—it's it's going to be you'll be healed and stay stay healed. So, but yeah, the key is, and 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 if we have time, maybe we'll get into some of the evidence because. I can hear people right now going, I mean, that's a problem with you Christians. You can't explain something or the God of the gaps. Back to that faith. You, you, you got it you, <laughs> bl- with his blind belief, credulity, <laughs> i.e. stupidity. Mm. Um, uh, your mom dumped you on your head and you were three years old. You've been a Christian ever since I, type of mentality and want to point out. No, there, there is incredible evidence for this. There's only basically five parties. If you are looking at this from a legal perspective, which I do teach at a law school, um, You would, you would want to note five parties and then you'd want to look at the evidence. And I believe there is definitive evidence. And, and the good news tonight is I've I brought some books. We're going to give some books away tonight. What?
1: Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Are. First of all, we're going to give them away in the truest sense of the word. Like, is a book here? You got a book? You got a book?
0: You got a book? A book well, a book. I I wanted to do it if those who would offer to send in cookies, but but uh, <laughs> hey, now, now com- you're talking not computer cookies, but <laughs> there you go. but I thought no, <laughs> That's that good. I won't do that. But we we're going to find a way uh, to give away at least two, if not three books tonight. Okay, gentlemen, you heard it in your ears, and Craig, even
1: you heard it this time. We have two minutes left to the top of our break, and we appreciate that. And uh, one thing I want to say about miracles before we go to the break, and you guys can choose to take it up on the other side or not, is that I remember long ago when I first came into Christianity, I heard of some people, uh, philosophers or theologians or whatever it is, that was trying to demiracalize, if that is a word, it's not an easy deism, but demiracalize the Bible. And if you want to introduce that uh, subject matter, I'm introducing it now. But if you want to talk about it on the side of the break, we can. But just real short answer, and we continue on if you want to. What is the danger of when philosophers or theologians try to demiracalize a Bible to make it appealable to the world?
0: Hmm, demythologize is the term.
1: Demythologize.
0: What's the word again? Demythologize. Coined mouth, by <laughs> Rudolf Bulteman in the and myth. And basically page five, this is unrehearsed, but I, 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 I had to study this stuff. Hey, I paid a lot of money for this. so uh, Take advantage, like your wife said,
1: I, do it, brother. You know, I,
0: yeah, exactly. He said basically it was impossible for people in the day and age of science and light bulbs and electricity and all that to believe in miracles and demons and whatnot. But I'm going to argue the evidence is overwhelming for the resurrection. Oh, and hopefully and we'll talk about, about that
1: on, on the other side, as they say. The well, side. since we've had such uh, drama in the beginning, maybe we can smooth this whole broadcast out and do this. Call Eric. He will take care of your every need. Greg, telephonically speaking, 888 995 to call Eric and set you up on the call. We have a complete open lines for you to call in with your open honest question if you got a question about the resurrection great a comment or whatever send your comments by way of Facebook email a tweet we want to hear your questions on anything you have but if it's about the resurrection even greater 888 everything else is Bible Info Brokers Bible Info Brokers for Facebook email a tweet we'll be back after these messages